All right, here we are now. And today, I'd like to talk about real talk. I hope that's not too meta, talking about talking. Might get a little bit intricate, might get a little bit nuanced. But I think if you hear me out, hear me out, listen to what I have to say, you'll see what I mean by real talk and how important it is. And here's the thing. Normally, when we meet a person, we put on an act. We basically talk a certain way, we move a certain way, we have a certain stride in our step, a certain energy behind our voice, which is a kind of act. And it's understandable, right, why we do this. Because when we're in an environment, when we're with a person, it's complex, it's unpredictable, there's a lot at stake, right? This is why social anxiety is so rampant in so many ways, right? This is what social anxiety is, in a way. It is the awareness of these complexes and you become sort of crushed or paralyzed by how complex each situation is, right? But normally what we do is we say, okay, well, we just put on a face. We get on with the job and it might be any number of different ways in which we do that. And that's personality. That's, well, what does it look look like to interact with that person? What is it like to be around that person? And this doesn't just go for meeting a single person, because it also goes for an environment which might have a number of people. And it might be that it's different in different environments in your life when you're at work, when you're at a certain social gathering, when you're at home, when you're with family, right? All of these environments are acts that we put on. We act out the kind of way that we feel is the best way to act. It's really the it's really in so many ways the only way to act. It's it's almost like at a, at a certain level of awareness you don't you don't have a choice. It's not like you're really sitting down and thinking about it because there's really too much to think about it, right? There's really too much to sort of process to in order to choose. But that's really what the point comes to. That's really what the the difference is between just putting on an act and real talk. Because what happens is, here's where real talk comes into it. What happens is, you go to a place and you act a certain way. You go to another place and you act a certain way. And you go to another place and you act a certain way. And eventually... If you've got something born inside you, if you've got an intelligence in your intuition, and I believe everyone does, I believe this does happen at some, to some degree to everyone, then eventually you go, you know what, I'm sick of the act. Eventually at some point, in some way, you go, oh, I've had enough of being like this. And that's when you act out of character. You do something new. You break the pattern. Now, of course, how you break the pattern is very different. It might be that you have this sort of frustration. You say, I've had enough of this and I quit, right? That's one way of doing it. 
Another way of doing it is to say, okay, I've had enough of this and I'm going to say what's meaningful. I've had enough of this and I'm really going to say something heartfelt and deep and warm. I'm really going to do that because I realize that is important to me. Another way of doing it is to become vulnerable, to actually say I've been hurt or I've been disappointed, I've been let down. That's another kind of real talk. Another kind of real talk is a kind of strength, a kind of asserting. This is where you say I, I, I've given up my imperfections or I'm determined to achieve what I want. I'm on the path that I'm doing. I've got the strength to follow what I know is right by me. Now, of course, how you arrive at that point does require reflection. It does require a kind of just stopping and saying, okay, I need to figure this out. And this point of of feeling like everything's so fake, everything's a big act, that is really the cue for you to stop and reflect and say, well, what, what is it that I really do want to do? What is it that I really do want to say? And when this happens, when someone does this, it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. It really connects, right? Particularly in the case when someone's actually starting to speak from the heart. Because that is a big difference that we often fall into. That is a big trap. We're often in our head. We're in our ideas. We're sort of chirpy. We're sort of giving a spring and we're sort of chitting and chatting, right? The chit-chat voice. The chit-chat voice has its place. There is a use to it. We will use it again. We have used it before. And yet there is something in just saying, you know what, I've had enough of that. I need to actually come back to what is it that I really want to say. Now, unfortunately, a a lot of people do become very frustrated before they reach this point, before they realize that real talk is important. They get to the point where they are absolutely ashamed of what they've become. They're almost disgusted with themselves as to what it is that they do, the way that they talk. And this is a very deep self-esteem issue. This is a very big sort of bite that you can have within your own psyche or your own being. And it it even goes as far as to say, well, you're not intelligent, right? This is in, this, this is tied in with intelligence. Because if you're really intelligent, if you if you're really intelligent on a on a real level, you you say what you mean. That's what a real intelligence is. You say what you mean. Or another way to put it would be you you say the truth. You speak the truth. And all the forms of that, right? You would say you speak your truth. You speak the truth. And possibly, ultimately, you speak truth. And to not have that 
is unintelligent. It's stupid. Right? And even in realizing that, you can sort of start to <laughs> you can sort of start to see the difference, right? The the real talk begins in seeing that difference. And it's sort of funny because this sort of self-defamating or sort of admitting your admitting your admitting how in unintelligent you feel, how unintelligent you think of yourself is it's like, you know, I've just got this dialogue in my head of someone. They say, oh, I hate how I say stupid things and I hate how I can never think of anything smart to say and I hate how I'm not intelligent. And it's like, wow, that was really an intelligent thing to say. (laughs) That was a really smart, meaningful thing to say, right? When someone says that and it's coming right from their heart and they really mean it. That's real talk. That's the real talk. That's the stuff. Another side of this, another component to this is that everyone does have their downside. Everyone does have this thing in them that they wonder if they're good enough, right? And this is so funny when The particular case is funny when you see someone who is like ultra successful. They've they've just got like heaps of money. They've got heaps of followers, heaps of fame. Everyone loves them. They've got all this talent. They've got good looks. They've got great ideas. They've got the beautiful partner, the beautiful... They've got it all, right? In, in, in so many measures, they have it all. And they come across as always happy. They come across as just sharp-witted. And, it's, and it's, you just think, oh, man. Like, you, you know, you're looking at this person. You're just idolizing them, right? And then what happens is that person comes out with some real talk, And you actually get to see into behind all of that. You get to see what are they really like? What sort of doubts do they have about themselves? What sort of quality do they have inside their personal, private consciousness? And in some ways, (laughs) it's a little bit infuriating because you can say, what have you got to be complaining about mate you've got all this money so stop complaining (laughs) and that's a kind of outrage that I can understand the reaction to right and another reaction of course is to say wow I never knew you felt that way it's so good to see your human side right to see the human side of someone that we idolize that is really in some ways so much more powerful than just the things that we like, oh man, like the deeper level, it almost brings me to, it almost brings a tear to my eye. But to see that deeper level and to see, wow. And another thing I'll say on this is that I I do believe that anyone with this sort of extravagant fame and money 
they they ultimately don't deserve it. There's something in that 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 there's only so much you deserve. And I'm using this word deserve very sort of tentatively. It's a very sort of loaded word. And what I mean is, perhaps this is too much just for the scope of this conversation, but what I mean is, if you're in a position of privilege, that is a privilege. As much as a tautology as that sounds, it is a privilege to be in these higher places. And really, in a utopian world, everyone would have that kind of success. Everyone would have that kind of security and fame and whatever it is that comes from the goodness of being ultra-successful. And another side of it is, well, people don't deserve to have the unintelligence or the lack of success that they have, right? Who who wants to play God? Who wants to be the one to say who deserves what, right? And maybe I've lingered on this point too much. Maybe it is just like, well, when you have a celebrity or the mega successful actually spouting some real talk and it's about their own self-doubt, it's about their own consciousness... Well, you do have to realize that we're all human. We're all in this condition, right? And in so many ways, in a certain (laughs) mystical sense, I mean, that is what a lot of the enlightened masters became famous for, right? These, These spiritual teachers actually made it their thing to speak truth, to speak real talk, right? That that sort of became the thing. And <laughs> this is this is like a whole this is like a whole other side of the world. This is like the opposite side of the world, right? If we think of Western success and then someone doing some real talk and saying, you know, oh, I really do have my doubts about myself sometimes. And it's like, that's on one side of the scale. That's the Western side. And then the other side of it is like the enlightened masters who speak like the most resounding truths about existence, the the deepest timeless knowledge. And it just resonates out as this amazing wisdom through the ages. It just echoes on and on through human history, right? Like that's, that's a world apart. That's, that's two different worlds. That's, you, you know, you can't call that real talk. <laughs> you call that truth talk <laughs> or something like that. So, yeah. And of course, I'm not exempt from this. I'm not exempt from any of this, right? I have absolute doubts about myself, about what I'm doing here, what I'm doing in the other parts of my life, in all the desires that I have, 
you know, I have my doubts about my own intelligence, about my own ability. I have my doubts about my future. I have my, I have my hang-ups, right? That's the truth of the matter. That's my real talk. I'm only human. And at times I'm desperate. I'm hurt. I'm broken. I'm starving. It's, yeah, it's a side that is there. And it's not the end of the world because I do also know beauty. I know ecstasy. I know the path, the dharma, as we could put it in such terms. And, of course, I've shared many of those stories. I mean, I've shared so many of my own personal stories in other episodes because so you can always listen to that. But I thought I would just lay out some of the dynamics here of real talk. And I think this difference between West and East and the persona that we put on is is really important to have clear. And if you can, have a go at doing some real talk. It's it's quite simple, really. It's really quite simple. All you have to do to do real talk is do this. Say what you feel. Just say what you feel. And keep it immediate, present and raw. What do you feel right now? Now, of course, feeling is just one level. You can say say what you think, right? What are you really thinking right now? But for real talk, it's better to say what you feel rather than what you think because thinking is not a very... It's not a very deep level. And you might be having a thought which is just like a passing fluff. So if you say what you really think, then... I mean, that can produce some good real talk. That is one level to it, of course. But to really go deeper, you say, what are you really feeling? Say what you feel. Say what you really feel right now. Okay, so thanks very much for tuning in. Hope you have a good rest of your day. And that's all I have to say for now.